Hello and welcome to the RPG Academy Presents Ghosts of Saltmarsh. I am Tom and I'm privileged to bring to you our latest offering where I will be running a thrilling ocean-themed Dungeons and Dragons campaign for my good friends Jake, Alex, and Troy. For those of you who don't know, we launched the RPG Academy Presents show on Twitch last year where we ran through Waterdeep Dragon Heist and you can catch our entire campaign now on YouTube. For our latest campaign, we wanted to offer our podcast listeners a chance to join in with us, so we've decided to bring our stream campaign to our podcast feed. With this said, each of these episodes was originally recorded as part of a live stream show on the RPG Academy's Twitch channel. There may be times where we reference the chat or make visual references, but we've attempted to minimize these as much as possible. The goal of this show is to show you, our listeners, how we decided to play through one of the official Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition modules. We try to use as many elements in the books as we can, but we also want to tell our own distinct story. For this particular story, we will be following the tale of the three estranged Morgan brothers. Gus Morgan, played by Troy, Steric Morgan, played by Alex, and finally, Morgan Morgan, played by the ever-serious Jake. These three brothers have not seen each other in 15 years and have now each received letters from an unknown sender requesting that they come back to their childhood home of Saltmarsh immediately, as their father has died. The only problem is that they've never met their father. We hope you enjoy our story as we dive headfirst into a tale of family, the high seas, and way too many nautical-themed puns. Let's set sail. Hi everybody! Did I pick hey. an alignment? Um, Jake, this is Tom's game. I really don't care about uh, arbitrary morality systems. Okay, you know? Got it. Chaotic neutral storytelling. Done. This is just as much Jake and my just game. Just tell me. What, just tell me what you want. You know, it's cha- chaotic neutral. There you go. I decided right down the mm. middle. Chaotic you neutral. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, welcome. The RPG Academy presents the Ghosts of Saltmarsh. It's not actually ghosts. It's not the Ghosts of Saltmarsh. It's not. It's not a singular ghost. It is ghosts of Saltmarsh. It's plural. It's a very spooky place. Or it's uh, just one singular ghost named Ghosts. Ooh, uh, ooh. That's the twist. Thanks I a lot. Get be- I can get behind that. It is almost the spooky season too. So um, spoiler alert. Yeah. So we're gonna have some fun with Halloween. You've you've now dated the episode though, so uh, I did. I'll cut it. No big Every deal. Every day is right. one day closer to Halloween, Jake. So- <laughs> <laughs> that you is be listening to this on July second. Yeah, exactly. Hey, guess what? Hey. You're one day closer to Halloween than you were I'm yesterday, s- July first. I'm, so- I'm, I'm sorry, Michael, but we have now decided that the new motto of the RPG Academy <laughs> is just going to be every day is one day closer to Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> TM, oh TM, TM. Okay, well, anyway, we are here once again to play some Dungeons and Dragons and have some fun. Yeah! Yeah, I'm excited. Alex decided that he does not like fun, so um, Alex is not joining us tonight, but he actually has a very valid reason, so we are going to give him just <laughs> one demerit, I think, that we've decided as a... I said one demerit. Okay, He's in just... the trunk of someone's car right now, so we'll let it slide this time. We'll let it slide this time. Like I said, he has very valid excuses. But we are going to be jumping right into our story of the three Morgan brothers as they come to enjoy and live in their their once the, the town that they grew up in and that they they departed from at a young age and now they've returned as middle-aged adults. It's it's a very sad tale of, you know, returning to your roots after failed success. <laughs> yeah, I want to go hey. walk around high school and just look at all my yeah. classes. Yes. You want to scream at the top of your lungs? Yes, it's, but that's what we're going to be doing. So last, last session, brief recap, you will have now established yourselves in the town of Saltmarsh, after receiving notes that your father had passed away and that he had left you some a, a small fortune and that you needed to come to Saltmarsh to claim it, the, all three of you descended upon the town 
that sounds really bad. Descended upon it. Descended upon the town. So Yule came back to the town and met up after not seeing each other for a long time. And now you're in the process of catching up again and learning, remembering all the the old grudges and skeletons that you have buried in the, not buried in the closet, you've put in the closet. (laughs) Those are some really bad skeletons. (laughs) Gotta bury those suckers. Words mean things, Tom. So, so last session specifically, you all decided to start setting up your home and you went to the council meeting in order to get a lay of the local politics and what's going on. And there you, the council voted that, hey, Steric, who is Alex's character, will no longer be officially exiled and he will be allowed to join you all in the city. You will also learn that Galen Primewater uh, has been trying to, you know, drum business and... The newcomer, Anders Solomer, is being a thorn in his side and making things difficult on the city council. Uh, during this as well, you all finally got your boat. You got a keelboat uh, with sails. What did we decide that was called? Oh, man. I should have wrote it down. I know. I should have wrote it. I think we all we all can do a better job at keeping notes, you know? I think it's a caravel, right? A ca- a caravel. I thought that was like the type of boat that it was. That yeah, wasn't it's necessarily a, the it's name a, of it. Okay, yeah, you're right. It's a car- it's a caravel. It's got the keelboat stats, but we said it was a caravel because we wanted some sails and we didn't want to have to rely on oars. Mm-hmm. You know, let's go with Bodie McBoatface. N- no, we're not going to do that because this is a very serious uh, podcast or not podcast. Yes, it is. To it's some, it's a podcast. Some, it's a Twitch. Show. No, no, I got it. I know the name. What's the name? Storm Chaser. Ooh, Storm Chaser. I'm all about that. Wind Runner. Bramble Pelt. <laughs> okay. Um we we'll, we'll we'll put these Wave Breaker. Nightshade. Are you guys just do you guys have like a fantasy name like No, these are all list? the top of my head. Nightshade. All right. Uh we're going to um We'll kind of really though. Do you guys have a name for your boat or any of those kind of Storm Chaser? I Storm like. Ch- I really do like the name Storm. Let's Chaser. go with Storm Chaser because it's Chaser. like you know because of the implications of our character. We can call choices. each. We can call each other the Weather Boys. Ooh, the Weather Boys. I'm down with the Weather Boys. Yeah, people are making fun of us in chat about our super serious names. Just what? one person, Just and it's one. Jake's wife. Hey, we tried it. We called Jake's wife people in order to <laughs> boost our what number do you, what do you mean you people yeah so we anyway storm chaser it is that is the name of our super serious boat the caravel so anyway the we are joined by we've gus morgan and morgan morgan and you all have decided to meet said galen prime water the local well-renowned businessman in Saltmarsh um, at a small caf- seaside cafe. Because Galen likes to keep things fancy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How do you guys feel about a seaside cafe? I will have business? the Eggs Benedict. Okay. I'll I'll keep a note. Me, all right. So you all are walking down the street talking about this glorious eggs Benedict. That's where we're going to open up today's scene. And they take the the sausage and they put it under this poached egg, right? Didn't they a take poached egg? Yeah, poached egg. How do you poach an egg? I don't know. I, I'm not. Is that when you you kill an egg and you didn't get the proper permits? I I, I suppose. I don't know anything about that. Me, me neither. Culinary arts has always been super difficult. Well, in my I opinion. mean, you would think that a jester of your grandeur would dabble in uh, the culinary exquisite <laughs> arts. Yes, he's Gus is one of those world-renowned <laughs> jesters who do dinner and shows. It's all the the rage right now in Greyhawk. Am I right, Gus? Now listen, I can I can cook a mean um chicken or any kind of meat product, but eggs were never really my yes, thing. You don't uh, really get that at a dinner theater. No, and also 
<laughs> Troy in IRL is a big fan of dinner theater, so he's actually using all real world knowledge. And also, we have a clarification and a correction that we need to make because that's what we like to do here. We want to make sure that everything is correct. We're all um, about for facts us. here. We are on our show. And in the chat, um, my, my wife um is pointing, who is a trained chef, is pointing my out wife. is pointing out that eggs Benedict traditionally doesn't have sausage. So, well, should uh, on that note, should Morgan roll deception on me? I am, uh, I'm I'm doing a a deconstructed (laughs) thanks, Benedict. (laughs) Sorry, chef. All right, so do I have to roll insight to figure out? (laughs) I know. Whether or not there's sausage. As you all are discussing the the glorious breakfast that you're going to have in Salt Marsh, you could just you could smell the the aromas of breakfast just wafting, <laughs> wafting towards you. You notice how I said that word twice? I love that word. So the the docks are they're just bustling with fishermen who are bringing in their morning catch before heading out to deeper seas in the afternoon. You guys, the smell of blood and salt. Um, it just mixes with this wonderful mm. breakfast. <laughs> mm, my mm. favorite. Yeah, and it just slaps you right in the face. Um, as you start to head towards this open cafe that Galen Primewater asked you to meet in it. Since you did decide that you were collectively, you're going to take the job that he offered to you. So we did decide that we will take that job. Flashback. (laughs) We should take that job. (laughs) Should we? Yes. Okay. Flash forward. (laughs) Now we're back at it as you all are approaching. You see, Galen is kind of he's sitting at this. These they're, they're very for being an outside cafe on this bustling sea dock. It's a very nice looking with these very ornate iron tables that have been painted white with tablecloths and fine china and there's this canopies and fresh flowers that they've put up everywhere to kind of mask the smell of the fish and Galen is kind of sitting there he has a very he looks very prim and proper as you see he has his his a bib kind of tucked into his shirt and he has a there's a waiter there who's putting another plate of food and you see he has a guard there with him as well the very big big burly man who's just kind of standing behind him and he galen notices you waves his hand and kind of motions you all to 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 come into the, this this open restaurant area galen is is this where we're supposed to be seated do they have any Seats inside yeah, we could potentially the sign, the sign says, please wait to be seated. Ah, it's it's fine. This is my personal table. Um, yeah, but can we find one that doesn't smell like fish? I don't like to have my breakfast it's his, out here where it smells really bad. Yeah, fish and blood out here. Yeah. <sighs> just just come around the gate. There's there's a lot to get used to in Salt Marsh. And I, I, I think this, it, when you have the food, it'll be worth it. I'll just have something to drink. Well, you you all are actually still talking, Tim, like with this kind of iron gate still in between you. <laughs> but no, go around, please. I would um, like to just climb over the iron gate <laughs> and possibly like knock over some like uh, tables or yeah, silverware glasses and stuff off a neighboring uh, go table. Go ahead and make a dexterity check. <laughs> I'm making this DC super high. <laughs> dexterity. There's a lot of bushes. A crit oh, fail. Well, I don't need to make it. <laughs> Describe what this looks like. I, you know those like really awkward settings where like the person goes to do something kind of mundane and they're just like walking, you know, and then they end up like you know like knocking something over, and then they try and pick it up like ten times and it just keeps falling, and like everybody it's like in the every room, Chris Farley sketch yes, you've ever seen, yes. Yeah. And eventually, I just, like, give up trying to put all the silverware and stuff back on the table, and I just, like, walk over. <laughs> I, You are a Morgan, he says. Now, please take... He doesn't seem too embarrassed by it. Please take a seat. He kind of snaps his finger, motions for some some waiters to come 
clean this stuff up. Ah, yes. I would like to have the eggs benedict sausage on the side, please. Are we, are we not going to wait for Gus? I'll I'll just have a coffee. He'll just have a coffee. Um, yes, um, by all means, um, uh, Terrence, put it, uh, put it on my tab. On the side, the sausage oh. on the side. Sausage on the I side. I know traditionally and- the sausage is on the experimentic. I want it on the side. I would like cream on the side. If it comes on top, I send it back. <laughs> Galen kind of looks at you almost impressed. He's very... <laughs> He sees that Gus is a man of the finer things. I'm a man of sophistication. He knows. He's he Listen, knows. I don't like my breakfast mixed with fish smells. You know, I'm very. I have a very um, sophisticated palate. Okay, of course. Uh, you, but I don't know anything about cooking. While the food is coming, Galen Gunn is so. How salt marsh? It's you have been gone for a long time. Well, it's just like we remember it. Salty and marshy. True. I suppose that's how it gets its name. Uh, you, that's a, honestly, I, I'm not quite sure, but that's that's interesting. He, you can see he's very, like, he's very awkward in this conversation because he really doesn't know what to say to you all. I, I, you know what? Just, just, let's just get down to business. I need you all to do something for me. Uh, so, and you all are new to town, and from everything that I hear, quite capable. So, Thank and you, you all have a boat, I hear. Uh, we have more than a boat. We have a ship. You have a ship? Yes. Good. Good. True. May I ask what the ship's name is? It's called... No. no. Morgan, don't... don't. No, you're don't not allowed me. to know. It's top no, it's secret. secret. It's a secret. You wouldn't understand. Though. Well, it's a good thing that this is a secret mission. You know what okay. I'm saying? No, you haven't told us what it is yet. No, I don't know. What's the mission? Okay, never mind. I was, you know... Okay, anyway, just one of one of my ships, it, it recently d- did not come back to port um, two days ago. And hmm. I need people to go find it. What and do you mean, people? I need people. I need you two, you two people, to go find my missing boat. And where was it last? He pulls out a little, little pocketbook that's kind of like a little map. Uh-huh. He says it is just it's west. So now, uh, did you check there already? Because well, a lot of times, if I lose something, I just look for it in the last place I saw it, and that's where it is. It, it, you, that is why I need you all to find the ship for me. Because hmm. you all seem to have a very, very good understanding about how to uh, find lost things. And plus, well, like I said, I really can't... Um, uh, this is a secret mission where I'm trying to let's just say I'm trying to do this on non-official channels so sending out my own boats are and I can't ask Ellie Eleander for help for this so you know what I'm saying yeah, it yeah. needs to be on the down low uh, I need you all to go find this boat and to bring me back to the cargo that is on the boat so, what's in it for us? Um, I'll pay you. Oh, I'll pay oh. you. Yes, of course. Okay, is I'll that you. how much are you going to pay us? I'll obviously. So, obviously, I'll cover the expenses for the the voyage. It's it shouldn't take you that long. No more than a day or two. Um, and then uh, I'm not sure what are your all's rates for something like this. Uh just uh, give me a moment to confer with my brother. We like we step aside. Okay, you get up from the table. You don't we just sit there and kind of whisper really loud. No. Yeah. yeah, we we we're funny. We're not dumb. <laughs> yeah, and we walk away. Okay, you to a walk secluded area. Okay, inside of the just inside the restaurant, there's a 
It's a shadowy overhang. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, Gus. What? What yeah. is all right? Um. Well, I've never looked for a ship before. So, I don't know what the going rate would be. <laughs> well, how about this? We tell him we'll do it for 500 gold pieces. Each. 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 And Each. I'll be requiring some special items. Ooh, all right. Or a special item. And let's, uh... But let's let him... O- we don't want to negotiate against ourselves, right? So let's let right. him open negotiations. Yep. Always let him give the first offer. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go back. All right, let's do it. We go back and we sit down. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to say, All right, what is your second offer? Oh, not my first. Well, nope. you would never accept your first offer. All right? Yeah. I we see. would reject that. We'll just save some time and yeah. just give us just your give second, a second offer. offer. So, with expenses, I will pay you ten gold pieces. That <laughs> is shockingly low. I don't even want to hear what your first offer was. Uh, that's, that's insulting. A, that's, that's quite a good bit of money, if I do say so myself, for two days of service for two, as you all have said... Just recently acquired a ship, so I must assume um, quite inexperienced at the sale. Well, what about hazard pay? Mm, hazard you know, pay. It's, it's wild out there on the open Hazardous. open waters. Treacherous, even, with monsters and weather. Okay, this is what I'll do. I'll make it 15. And... That is quite a bit of money for plus another five for the services of the boat. So 20 gold pieces. Each. Each? No. Together. Each. What? Do you all think I'm a man made of money? As you see that all of your silverware is normal silverware and he's eating with gold silverware. (laughs) (laughs) How about 20... Plus, I'm requiring a special item, plus your gold and silverware. <laughs> you want my gold and silverware? Not this gold and silverware. The gold and silverware you leave at your house. The special family heirlooms that you have. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what. This is what I'll do. I'll pay you 20 gold pieces, and I'll throw you all at a magnificent party. When Done. You return. Deal. Deal. It will be a grand party, because everyone knows that the parties that Galen Primewater throws are the best in all of Saltmarsh. The best. According to, to, to Galen. <laughs> he just kind of stands up. There's all sorts of crowds. And he just yells, who here in Saltmarsh throws the grandest parties? The ones that everyone desires to come to. The ones that are unforgettable. Ada. Ada Allen. She throws some really good parties. (laughs) Okay. He points at his guard. Who throws those parties? Oh, you do, sir. You do. See, that's what I'm saying. I throw very good parties. Everyone knows that. So, all right, anyway, Gus just stands up and puts his hand out to shake his hand. Okay, well, do you all... Well, I mean... Hold on, we're not done yet. I need to show you where he kind of circles on a map, and he's going to hand you. It's a rough sketch. Didn't you all... You all had charts that you're... From your father. Yeah, yeah there were there's charts bed. on the boat. Yes, he kind yeah. of... These very rough charts, and he kind of circles some coordinates. This was where... um. We think the the region that it may be in, and I the cargo is quite small. It's going to be just in a small chest, um, very small. Um, and I that's that's I just need you to get that for me, the chest, what, and bring it back. What kind, what kind of boat is it that we're looking it's a, for? It's a small keel boat. It's not meant for deep water. It was did pickups along the coast and would normal pickups, you know. 
Okay. You're familiar. I'm just trying to figure out what, what exactly we're looking for. I'm not, you know, it, trying to it, disparage the size of your boat. No, 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 that's fine. I have many boats. As he kind of actually, this actually dock is actually my dock. As he kind of points out, there's all sorts oh. of ships. This is one of the um, many prime water fishing communities that we have right here. So this is just one small boat, and I need you all to get the cargo that's on the boat, and that's it. So anyway, I, he stands up, offers out his hand. I'm going to spit into my hand, and then I'm going to shake his hand. I'm going to spit in my hand, but not quite shake his hand yet, and say, one more thing. As he's shaking hands with Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> trying to let go. He's yeah. very disgusted. Would, would you accept also throwing in free dock fees for our boat going forward? Because we're going to need a place to... St- Store it. Oh, I will give you. I will pay for your dock fees. Oh, perfect! And I That's stick my right. hand out to shake his hand. I get exclusive while you're in my dock. Exclusive rights to the Morgan services, though, on the open water. So there will be no hiring on with any said Anders Solomar. Hmm. Well, I mean, if he comes along with a better deal then, of course, we'll have to decline. But until that happens, yes, exclusive rights. Exclusive rights. We will we'll deal with that when it happens. Anyway, yeah, it's good it doing happens. business with the Morgans. <laughs> I don't know why nobody here likes you in this town. You all seem like three um, very, um, you know, reasonable, reliable, and responsible uh, young, young men. So. Thank you. Yes. Anyway, um, where's your other brother? Oh, he's not a morning oh. person. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. That's that's fine. Um. Anyway. All right. And that'll be all. He kind of sits down. Can I finish my my coffee at least? <laughs> yeah. Has is my food come? <laughs> it's yeah. It came like five minutes ago. Well, I'm just gonna okay. stay there and finish eating it. Like, after we've all stood up and he sits back down, then me and, me and Gus will sit right back down and finish our breakfast. And I go, so, so Morgan, tell me more about how you put sausage on your eggs, Benedict. All well. right, and then, we'll, and then 15 minutes later, you all have finished eating your food and you are cleaned up and you have left. You're at, you're, you're at the docks. Um, your boat is has been pulled right up to the the or sailed up to Galen Prime Waters, um, one of his many docks, and it's sitting there waiting for you. Oh, before I left the the place, the restaurant, I want to buy a bottle of champagne. Ooh, mm, fancy! Fancy. Are you? We have to christen the boat. Is yeah. it a a good bottle or a bad bottle? Wh- whatever uh, Galen will buy for me, he buys you a good bottle. All right, good. All right, and before you, as you all are standing there admiring your boat, the last thing that happens is you all hear like a cart that is coming extremely quick down the road, and it just kind of. It just kind of throws on the old wooden cart brakes. It skids to a it skids to a halt, and a little tiefling um, hops out. It's a a young boy. He says, "I I have deliveries here from Captain Zendros." I kind of he holds out this large chest and slams it down. Are you the Morgans? We are. Mm-hmm. He says, "Okay. Um, anyway, your your um, your items did arrive a, a little bit early. Um, so the captain asked me to bring them to you. He's gonna flip open this this chest and he's gonna start just digging around. He's almost like halfway in this box. Ah, he starts. Okay, ah, here we go. And he pulls out these. He pulls out some bracers of archery. Oh, nice. <laughs> and then he says, "Oh, and here's some boots. And he just throws one boot, two boot at you." They're slippers. They're slippers. Those yeah. are some slippers of spider climbing. Yes, they're slippers. Ah. They're and, smooth, smooth silk. Okay, he says he pulls out this really long scroll, and it just kind of, as it unrolls, 
Okay, let's see here. That is one. You're Morgan Morgan, right? Yes. Just gonna need you to sign right here. All right, I write my X. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. Um, and you are um, oh, what was? Are you Gus Morgan? I'm Gus Morgan. What did you um, request again? Well, I didn't request anything, but now that we're here, I'm hoping that you have something in your cart that I could potentially purchase. Um, well, the, the captain said that, um, the Morgan's first two purchases are free because, uh, future services, so, oh. should be good to go. Um, what were you looking for? Well, um, it's kind of secret, but I don't really like the water too much, so if you have, like, a vest of safety or something I could wear in case you something were to happen. Oh, you, okay, you don't. Okay, you decide. Interesting life decisions um, <laughs> coming to this, you know, this town that's yeah, you know, I mean, on the water. Sure, but I mean, better safe than sorry. I don't okay. want to drown. Okay, well, if that's the case, then I have just the items for you. Um, here you go. He's gonna pull out of his. Here is one vest of safety. Thank you very much. Yes, it is. And what a relief. Oh, man. Troy, tell that the audience, really... what, is a, what is a vest of safety? Because so, Tom doesn't really know. All right. So um, in real life, IRL, as the kids are saying nowadays, yes. Um, if you go kayaking or canoeing or, you know, you're on any sort of watercraft, um, it's a good idea to wear a safety vest. Kids, it is. wear a safety vest. Um so, um, being the person that I am, all about safety, and also not really being a fan of the water, um, I'm requesting a vest of safety, um, which in this, <laughs> in Dungeons and Dragons, exists kind of like you would have a, a life jacket, but um, it inflates magically, so that's fun. I saw a version of it that was, it gives you advantage on swim checks, like if you yeah. ever have to swim get advantage mm -hmm. okay that sounds okay he's gonna so this young tiefling boy he's gonna say all right uh, this is yours to yours to have and then you have one more item that is one more thing um i know your cart's not really big so i'm hoping you have some that fit but I'm looking for some uh, iron boots as well. Oh, of course, iron boots, because, yeah. of course, when you're afraid of water, you know, putting <laughs> boots that well, are no. made of iron. So I was thinking, well, so here's where the the D, &D science is going to come in, right? So on one hand, you know, I want to be protected from drowning, so I got my vest of safety. On, you know, the other hand, I also don't want to be falling off, you know, or being knocked prone by big waves and stuff. Uh -oh. So I want to have some stability on the boat. With my iron boots. Okay. Now the question is, what happens if I fall off? The I don't because know. Because the, the vest of safety is supposed to keep me up, but the iron boots are supposed to drag me down. We'll find out when that happens. Because I am 100% positive that that will happen. Um, <laughs> and then, let's see here. He's going to, okay, there you go. Uh, I have two pairs of iron boots. As he kind of dives into this seamlessly endless box. Okay, now, you just need your signature right here, saying that you received the items. You got it. Thank you so All much. All right, he's going to roll that back up, and he's going to hand you a scroll tube. Also, um, Captain Zentros asked me to give you this. Said you all wouldn't know what to do with it. I take it. What is it? It is just a... She is now saying that you are now contracted to work for Captain Zendros, and she says that speak to her, and you have two weeks to fulfill your task. Hmm. Very good. Okay, thank you so much for for that, and um, may the faithful quartermasters of IU serve you. Have a good day, fellows. Mm -hmm. And he's gonna mm -hmm. thank you. He jets off. Right, I put the safety vest on right away. Okay. Do you put the boots Immediately. on? Immediately. I do. As you're kind of walking around with these boots, a few old salty dogs are like, Hey, 
What does he think he's doing wearing those boots? Um, I'm looking for stability. That's all. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got, guys. <laughs> That's all I'm willing to do, you know. So here's here's my my uh, thoughts: is the vest of safety doesn't necessarily say that it stops you from drowning. It just says. If the vest becomes submerged in water, the vest fills with air, granting the mm-hmm. weaver strength athletics checks made to swim, right? Yeah. But the iron boots say you cannot swim. Instead, you sink rapidly to the floor of any body of water you enter. Ooh. Mm. That's problematic, then. Yeah. Uh, but also, uh, it weighs 20 pounds. Um your speed is also reduced by 10 feet unless your strength score is above 21. Uh, you cannot fly if you otherwise could, and the distance you can jump is halved. Uh, you have disadvantage on acrobatics checks and stealth checks, but you have advantage on ability checks or saving throws to avoid being knocked prone or moved from your position. So I guess it all <laughs> balances out? Question. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. So... So I'm I'm in trouble if the boat like capsizes full on, but if it's just like rocky waves and stuff, I can probably keep myself on the boat with deck saves. Um, for sure. I just dumped a big old boat onto the map. Man, our boat is huge. I also goodbye, barbarian. I have advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws already. Fantastic. So I got a lot of different advantages. All right. So you all get on your boat. It's time to set sail, my boys. Aye. Aye. Well, you ready for this? Uh, I think before we set sail, I need to christen the boat. Okay, you all are standing at the, the is it the bow? Yes, the bow. Oh, man, my nautical, nautical point for Tom. I'm going to take the, uh, you know, the champagne. Okay. And I'm gonna, speech. I'm gonna speech. I'm gonna pop that speech. cork, and I'm gonna fill up two little glasses, and I'm gonna give one to Gus. I'm gonna say, "May this bottle of champagne help to slide along our journeys to adventure and glory?" And then I'm gonna take a drink. And I'm going to smash what's left of the bottle against the ship. And as you do that, I, I look over at Morgan and I go, shouldn't shouldn't we have poured three glasses? Uh, well, Steric's, I don't know where Steric is. <laughs> so he, he misses out. He misses he out. out. You... You miss. This is what happens. You miss out when your friends gather to do things, and then you don't show up. You know, <laughs> you just miss out. <laughs> you miss out. That's a bummer. Can we just leave them like at the house. No, no, no. We, we've decided that when you guys get on the boat, you see that Steric is actually sleeping in the in one of your uh, little, little cabins. What little a cabins. lazy mm-hmm. shipmate. Mm-hmm. What a la- what a lazy lazy shipmate. piece of ship. <laughs> oh, Jake, you are so funny. All right, that was really dangerous. <laughs> all right, so you all can see that there is a um, there's a little, little little a couple beds in here, and we're going to just kick things off. You all are now you get on Let's the kick bo- it. you ki- get on your boat. Um, they push your boat off. Um, uh, you all are on the open seas. Who's at the Who's at the thingy, my Bob? That you know. The, <laughs> this the, is great audio. The boat wheel, you know, the boat wheel. That's what it's. Who's called. at the helm? The, the helm. helm. The helm. So, yeah. uh, Gus, do you do you have proficiency in water vehicles? No, I definitely don't. Well, I guess one hundred. That don't. makes me the captain. <laughs> Would you say that you are the captain now? I am the captain now. Well, Gus, looks like you just got promoted to first mate. It's an honor. Um, But can I do it while sitting? Well, no. I'm going to teach you how to work a ship. 
I don't really like the open ocean. Well, so I can't I've never, drive I've the ship by myself. I'm not saying you have to do it by yourself. I'm just saying that I don't like this. I was on a boat one time, and it was just really traumatic. Well, this is this is going to be different, all right? It's going to be good. It's going to be easy, and you're going to love it. Okay, if you, if you say so. But I swear, if I fall in the water, I'm going to be really mad. Well, if you fall in the water, you're probably dead, mate. <laughs> Great. Thanks for the confidence booster. You're welcome. All right. So if you guys can now see that this is not to scale. You're all's boat. You're all. What's the. Our boat just keeps getting more massive. That's a big boat. (laughs) That's like a cruise ship. Guys, we'll make it as small. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) (laughs) No. All right. So you are on the open water. And now this is, there are so many fantastic tables that we can roll on. Well, I just want to, I want to do some flavoring here. Okay. Do some flavoring. Uh, So. We we get on the the dock. Of course, the dock workers they toss us in our tow lines, and uh, we push off, and uh, we start you know slowly drifting into the current. And so I I take Gus and I show him how to unfurl the sails and how to tie them down uh, with the rigging. And I I basically take some of the extra rope and I sort of rig up a little bit of an autopilot. Basically, where you just hold a piece of rope and you tie it to the wheel and you tie it to the ship's railing. So that way it can't really, you know, change your direction. So you can set the wheel. So that way I can help do the sails. Because generally you need somebody doing sails, somebody mm. on the helm. Uh, but we've taken out the necessary person to be at the helm with my little rope trick. Um, um, and so, I'm going to give you inspiration for that. Oh, too. nice. I love yes. some inspiration. I already have one, but that's okay. Um, so yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I personally, Jacob loves ships. So okay. this is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Morgan Morgan, it's so funny. I rolled on a personality trait thing. My bond literally on a random roll was the ship is most important. Crewmates and captains come and go. I was there when it happened. I can verify. Yeah. Yes. So I, I I love the ship already, and just being out on the salty sea air has just opened up my heart anew. As I'm trying to make Gus love the salty sea air as much as I do. It is Gus. How are you feeling about this? So I'm not sick. Um, I don't have seasickness. I just really don't like it like i know morgan's got a passion for it and i'm all about like helping my brother and making sure we can get some money and all that but at the same time i'm not really super enthused about being out here because um you know i'm just i'm just worried about all these monsters and drowning and all this stuff tom i would like to roll some sort of check to determine how good of a teacher that i am oh oh okay i I I am okay, I am okay with this. So here's the thing: there is a actual thing in here that is called raise morale. Okay. Ooh. It is it is legitimately it is could only be done by the first mate. But I feel like at this point you're the captain and, and the first I'm mate. Both. I'm well, teaching. I'm the first mate. Well, I'm teaching you about your position. You're teaching about. So <laughs> you're going to need to go ahead and you need to roll a. You need to go ahead and roll a. Charisma roll for its persuasion check. Persuasion. Okay. Persuasion. Man, I did not put anything in persuasion. Thirteen. Is that with your? Is that with your proficiency though? Yes. It is. No, okay. no, I'm not proficient in persuasion. Add your proficiency to your persuasion because you're on a boat and you're proficient with water vehicles. Oh, okay then. Then that's fifteen. Mm. Then that is enough. All right. You can you bolster Gus's morale. Nice. How much does bolstering help? It says that you be- do. I become indifferent, or am I overjoyed now right. of being on a boat? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna say so. The range is. I've got to look double check this range, but we're just gonna say for the. It looks like it's gonna be positive ten to negative ten. Okay, Gus, you're starting at like a negative eight. All right, or a negative two. 
you're now up to a negative one. All right. It is a slow, Sweet. it is a slow process. This is my sarcastic phase. This is so good being out on this boat. All right. I got to write this down. Man, that's bringing down my morale now. <laughs> We're, this I don't is, even like the water anymore. Remember, hey, it's a, it's a slow process. Also, at this point, yeah, the, the, it is a good day for sailing. But I get to roll a d20 to see if something happens. Uh-oh. Okay. S- the seas are clear. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> okay. As you all continue to sail towards the coordinates that Galen Primewater gave you, eventually... It's getting to be uh, the mid-afternoon, all right? It's not long. You're just kind of hugging the coast. And sure enough, right where he kind of says, you all see a boat. Do you guys see that boat? I do see that boat. All right. I see a boat. There, there is a boat. And let's get, let's put, let's put Sterk's token over <laughs> in the bedroom down here. He's been sleeping this whole time. He's been sleeping this whole time. You all see a, which actually, you know what? Boom. We'll flip over to our super cool view. Oh, man. We're getting so good at this whole streaming thing. My boys. We're going to be somebody someday. (laughs) (laughs) You already are somebody. As I move the, oh, my word. Now I just broke it. Never mind. (laughs) Um, All right. Oh, man. You all are moving your tokens around. No, it's, all right. I did nothing. So anyway, you all we're in the water s- now. All, oh no, you're, you're in the water. And just ahead, you all see some rocks, some very dangerous looking rocks. And on those rocks, you see a keelboat. Um, and it is, it looks like it got almost like a blew into these rocks or ran aground half of it's in the water so even though you all on this map you can see the full top half think about like the bottom the bottom half of this boat is submerged completely but the rocks are still holding it up keeping it from sinking you know i would say that our boat also has about half of it underwater yes it does (laughs) that's how boats that's how boats do this is like I, no, actually, this is, they were all floating boats. I didn't, you didn't, no, anyway, it's, it's sunken down a little more, okay? Okay. Uh, do we see the sharks? Oh, makeup, you see them on the map. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just wanted to be do clear whether make, or not. I want you yeah. to go ahead and make Does a, the character see I it? want you to make a perception. Both of us? Twelve. Um, no, just, just. Oh. Just Morgan. Ignore that then. Just Morgan, because ignore that. Okay, Morgan. Yeah, you can see. You can see those sharks. Gus, be careful. I see sharkies about. Oh my gosh, the ocean's the worst. Morgan, do you think I should take my iron boots off before we go? Probably. Would be right. a safe bet. Alright, I will take them off and leave them here by the door to Steric's room. I'm gonna I'm gonna come up to the edge and I wanna fire an arrow at one of these sharks just to just to see how they react. Okay. Um go ahead and shoot at one of those sharks. Oh my goodness. Okay. I rolled a crit fail, but I'm gonna use my inspiration and make okay. that uh a twenty-five instead. Okay. That is going to hit the shark. How much damage do you do to the shark? Six piercing damage. Okay. So you right. you hit one of these sharks. Is it dead? It's not dead. All right. And it is now, but it is kind of, it's starting to bleed. All right. I'd go, Morgan. That's, that's not how you do things. Let me, let me show you. And I take my javelin out um, and I tie it to one of the ropes that was on the ship. Okay. Um, you also <clears> have this big crossbow looking thingy. I don't have a crossbow. The no, ballista. The, look at the, you have a ballista. I do? It's on the front of the ship. Okay. Yeah, I don't care about that. 
<laughs> yeah, you take one of your javelins. I take one of my javelins. I yes. tie it to a rope, and uh, I'm gonna throw it. Where are you throwing it at? At the shark, obviously. Oh, you're going all Captain Ahab on this. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Clearly, you throw That's it. That's a twenty. And now do your damage. And you did six damage. I did. And I pull the javelin back up towards me. So you, this shark doesn't die, but it is, it's basically just kind of floating around. It, it's basically like you, it's the, it's swimming so slow. You know that at least one of these sharks is not going to be any threat to you. So the javelin is, I throw, I've got it tied to a rope. Is it stuck in the shark? It's stuck in the shark. Okay, so I'm going to try to pull it on board. Here's a, a moral quandary for you, Tom. Okay. So sharks, when they smell blood in the water, like, and they're hungry, mm. they go frenzy. So if we, they don't, they're not pack hunters. If I, um, if I was to so damage a shark. They actually do have the thing called pack tactics. So oh. this is some D&D sharks. They don't follow the rules of our common earth sharks. Do, yeah. do they have anything called blood frenzy or something like that? Um, and no, but I like the did idea say, that they did. You say these are reef sharks? They're reef sharks. Are you? Are we? Are we opening up the Wikipedia on the reef sharks? <laughs> pulling up some discovery? <laughs> no. Um, discovery up, channel. Discovery channel. Just we're gonna guys. Let's everybody now in chat leave our leave our stream and everybody go Google reef sharks. We're gonna watch some YouTube videos of some shark. No. All right. So Steve Irwin, R.I.P. Yeah, that was yeah. It's too soon. All right. So anyway, it's been years. <laughs> so anyway, yes. I wanna just just because you know it's like combat, but not really. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna fire one of the, this ballista just so I know how it how it works. Whenever the time yeah, comes, we're not. Middle. Yeah, we're not going. Trust me, we're not going to do all of this combat with you just like standing on top of your ship shooting arrows at these sharks. Uh, <laughs> but you can shoot your ballista. All right how do how do I do that? You will roll a ranged attack. Okay, it's okay. just gonna be a ranged attack. So do I have proficiency in this? You do. Okay, and. Do I get to use my bracers of archery? Because what is a ballista but a giant longbow? Um, we're, we I will allow it. Oh, nice! So I still get plus seven. Twenty-four. Twenty-four, and now plus that damage. Three d ten. Oh my gosh! Nine damage. So you all kill all the sharks. Oh, nice. Um, but Troy, did you want to, like, what did you want to, did you, do you want to do anything with the shark that was? Yeah. I wanted to pull it on board. Okay. So we can have, make a like, strength check. Yeah. Shark steaks, man. Um, I thought you weren't you a culinary dude. I said I cook meat. Did I not? <sighs> okay. Um, yeah, not great. But you do it. You have enough time. <laughs> okay. All right. The rowboat. There's a rowboat. Uh, is there people in it? There's one old man. He is pulling up the dead shark carcasses into his boat. And he's just kind of singing a little tune. Yeah, me, oh my, gonna eat some shark steaks tonight. Oh, hello. Yeah. Like, you there? In the boat? Oh, me, oh my, gonna eat me. Hey, sharks! where are you going? Old man! Oh, hello! It is me, old man. Oh, old man. That, that's your name? <laughs> no, of course not. My name is... What's Sa- your name? Salty Jim. Salty Jim. <laughs> old well, Salty Jim. SJ. SJ, can we call you SJ? Um, you call me whatever you want. What are you doing out here? I'm catching some sharks. They are they're just know, they're just dead. I don't know. It's easy pickings. I mean we we just did that, so we should be entitled to some of that meat. Yeah, we killed them all. Now well thank you so much. Salty Jim appreciates it. Oh me oh my gonna be eating me some uh salty Jim. Yes, how, what do you need? How good do you cook a shark steak? Uh, how well do you cook? 
How well? Oh, sure. Yeah, what he said. It's how well. Um, how, it's, how how good do you cook them shark steaks? Well, I, I can cook some of the very best shark steaks that the region of Salt Marsh has ever seen. Well, how would you like to work on a ship and your payment would be free room and board? That sounds well, good to Salty Jim. What about discounted? <laughs> Salt room and board. Um, well, I mean, that man up there, he did say free first. Well, I mean, free in the sense that you got a cook for us and yes, clean yeah, up after us. Get old me salty Jim. I'll cook, clean, do whatever you whatever you need. Well, <laughs> what do you, salty Jim, what do you know about this ship? It's a. It doesn't look too good. That's for sure. That's what I know about this ship. Do you know if anybody's alive on the ship? It looks kind of abandoned, but you've obviously been here longer than we have, so. Also, um, it's, no, I think it ran the ground two nights ago or so. Big old storm came swooping in and crashed it right up there. Hmm. But. Have you been on board to take a look or anything? No, no need for me to do that. Just been catching Why? me some of these shocks. Plan on oh. boiling them later. Boiling them? I've never heard of preparing a shark that way. Yeah, we don't want to have too much open flame on a ship. You know? Keep I it as small as sense. possible. Boil that fish. Everybody loves boiled, chewy fish. Uh, well, yeah. while he's talking about boiled fish, I just want to jump onto his rowboat and then jump onto the next ship. How far is this, Tom? And I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna jump right onto the other ship. Uh, also, salty Jim is gonna be like, "You all mind if I lash my boat to your boat?" No, that's fine. Um, sure. Get on board and whatever. start a boiling. I'm starving. He says, "Aye, aye, Captain." Um, I I go to the other boat too, but I I go up to Morgan. I say, "Do." You, do you think maybe it's a little strange we let an old man just board our ship? <laughs> well, I mean... Unsupervised? That's not an old man, that's Salty Jim. Yeah, I know, but we, we've we met him for approximately 30 seconds. Well, and hey, all of a sudden we're just giving him... Gus, are you on the boat too? Yeah, you, I'm on the boat. All right, you're on the boat. <laughs> Start some sail away. Salty <laughs> 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 <all this> Jim... <laughs> He's just waving to you. I thank you for the boat. You all have been <laughs> the presence of the grand pirate, Salty Jim. <laughs> I hate the ocean so no, much. No, no, Salty Jim. Hold on, Salty Jim. He he kind of brings the boat back. I was just just pulling your leg there. <laughs> That's a good one, Salty Jim. Very good. I jump across to the boat. You jump across back to your boat. I do. And I go up to Salty Jim. And I am enraged. I don't think that was funny. (laughs) He's laughing, so... You know, old Um, man laughing. Yeah, I know. I go into a rage. This is my barbarian rage. for sure. And I go up to him and I go, Salty Jim, that was not funny. (laughs) And I grab him by the throat and like push him up he against says, whoa, the whoa, the main. Aren't you supposed to be like a clown or something? You're supposed to be making us laugh. Does this look like a joking face? Go ahead and roll intimidation, and we're gonna find out if it is joking face or not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's not a joking. Hey, with, face. with that twenty, salty Jim is like, that ain't no joking face there. Okay. I do not like the ocean, and I do not like the idea of being stranded in it. Okay, boy. It's okay. Just put me down. Don't call me boy. I'm sorry. I'm just talking about relative age here. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, yeah, okay. Sit in your boat and do not step foot on this deck. Did you hear me? Or are you too old to hear me? He... He's about to, he, in his mind, Salty Jim's like, hmm, it'd be really funny if I said, 
no, I can't hear you. I'm hard of hearing. But at this situation, does he say that though? And this is all Salty Jim's inner monologue, and his voice. <laughs> That's what I'm like, here for. It's for the NPC's inner dialogue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tom, is, can you speak as the inner dialogue yeah, right now of Salty Jim? Yes, he says it would probably be a very poor decision if I were to tell this large clown man that I cannot hear him. <laughs> so I will abstain. Uh, yes. Orders, orders have been heard, loud and clear. Should I call you Captain too? No, don't call me anything. Just sit in your boat. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Captain Number Two. He sits down. All right, I uh, calm down a little bit, <laughs> take a deep breath, and jump back over and say. Well, shall we investigate the ship? Thank you for joining us for the RPG Academy Presents Ghosts of Saltmarsh. If you'd like to join us for our live-streamed episodes, make sure to follow and subscribe to our Twitch channel at the RPG Academy. You can follow me at BezkarTom on Twitter. Please feel free to join our community by following the links in the show notes to our Discord. As always, we appreciate your support. And if you're able to and wish to support the show in any way, head on over to our Patreon. The music that you're hearing right now was composed by Kevin McLeod and is used under Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. And finally, don't forget, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.